0: Thank you for joining us as we bring you this worship service of Seventh Avenue Presbyterian Church. If you would like a candle or Bible, I invite you to pause this recording and go and get those, and then return. Our text this morning is from the book of Genesis, chapter 1, verse 1, through chapter 2, verse 4a. Our preacher this morning is a beloved friend of our community, the Reverend Dale Trunk. A note on worship going forward, 7th Avenue will continue to hold worship services virtually. We don't yet have a reopening date. Our staff and leadership council are prayerfully discerning what that might look like when it is safe to do so and how to live into being the church even now. We continue to review information on best practices, guidelines, and recommendations put out by the CDC, the PCUSA, USA, and San Francisco Presbytery as well as city and state orders. Safety and meaningful connection are priorities. You will be receiving a survey to get your feedback and a sense of what you're yearning for. For those interested, we will have an 11 a.m. Zoom social hour, the last Sunday of each month. So we invite you to put June 28th on your calendar. If you have been financially impacted as a result of the pandemic and are in need of assistance, please contact the church office. For our complete announcements, click the related hyperlink in the email. And now in preparation to worship, you are invited to quiet yourself, becoming still as you prepare to worship God. Give thanks to God, who created us. God's steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Christ, who teaches us. God's steadfast love endures forever. Give thanks to the Spirit, who empowers us. God's steadfast love endures forever. Let Let us us worship worship God. God. Amen. 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 Amen.
1: us pray you call us to be family O God inviting us to embrace the hopes of every nation and the well-being of all creation you summon us to be about peace and justice not simply for some but for all when we forget your promises of new life forgive us when we look only on our own concerns missing the needs of others Challenge us. When we fail to see you present in all of life, pardon us. In the name of the Christ, we make this prayer. Amen. There is enough love,
0: for God is love,
1: and in Christ
0: we are forgiven.
1: All that has separated us no longer exists.
0: Alleluia. Alleluia.
2: Amen. Our first reading is from Genesis, the first chapter, beginning with verse 1. In preparation to hear these words, let us pray. God of Insight. Send your presence upon both the reading and hearing of these ancient words, that we might hear your word for us this day. In the name of the Risen One we pray, Amen. In the beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, the earth was a formless void, and darkness covered the face of the deep while the wind from God swept over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that the light was good and God separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day and the darkness night. And there was evening and there was morning the first day. And God said, Let there be a dome in the midst of the waters, and let it separate the waters from the waters. So God made the dome and separated the waters that were under the dome from the waters that were above the dome, and it was so. God called the dome sky, and there was evening and there was morning the second day. And God said, Let the waters under the sky be gathered together into one place and let the dry land appear. And it was so. God called the dry land earth, and the waters that were gathered together he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth put forth vegetation. Plants yielding seed and fruit trees of every kind on earth that bear fruit with the seed in it. And it was so. The earth brought forth vegetation, plants yielding seed of every kind, and trees of every kind bearing fruit with the seed in it. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning the third day. And God said, God set them in the dome of the sky to give light upon the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to separate the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And there was evening and there was morning, the fourth day. Hear what the Spirit is saying to the church.
3: Thanks be to God.
4: from Genesis Genesis chapter 1 verses 20 through chapter 2 verse 4a listen for the word of God and God said let the waters bring forth swarms of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth and across the dome of the sky so God created the great sea monsters and every living creature that moves of every kind with which the waters swarm and every winged bird of every kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. And there was evening, and there was morning, the fifth day. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things, and wild animals of the earth of every kind, and it was so. God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind, and the cattle of every kind, and everything that creeps upon the ground of every kind, and God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the birds of the air, and over the cattle and over all the wild animals of the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in God's image. In the image of God, God created them. Male and female, God created them. God blessed them, and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply, and fill the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, See, I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth, and every tree with seed in its fruit. You shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, and everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw everything that God had made, and indeed it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all their multitude. And on the seventh day, God finished the work that God had done and God rested on the seventh day. So God blessed the seventh day and hallowed it because on it, God rested from all the work that God had done in creation. These are the generations of the heavens and the earth when they were created. Here ends the reading.
5: We continue our time of wandering, while being restricted in our wandering. In the beginning God created, and it was good, and it was good, and it was very good. These verses invite us to wonder, what's it all about? From the beginning we are called to discernment and metanoia. Jesus' first declaration at the beginning of his ministry is metanoia. Metanoia denotes a change of mind, a reorientation, a fundamental transformation of outlook of one's vision of the world and of oneself, and a new way of loving others and God. It implies great understanding or discernment. Did creation stop when God rested? Or is God modeling Sabbath? Slow down, reconnect with life, see ourselves in relation to all of creation, wonder about creation being God's intended love receptacle to make the incarnation possible. We are on a prolonged Sabbath. It enveloped the 40 days of Lent, consumed the 50 days of Easter, and finds us still in the upper room after Pentecost. Sabbath saturation. Quarantine fatigue. We can identify with Job. Life seemed fine. Now it's a mess. But was it truly fine? We are called to make something better, to find new ways of loving other creatures and the God who makes us all. Job keeps evolving as he struggles. Job's friends keep repeating the old answers that don't work. All the while though, creation keeps evolving, life keeps changing, our bodies keep aging, and many of us keep refusing to change, learn, and mature. What have we learned during this time of sheltering in place? What are we grieving? What gifts have come our way? I found an article that helps me look at our present situation, the pandemic, is a portal, written by Arundhati Roy, a popular writer from India. In the article, she says, historically, pandemics have forced humans to break with the past and imagine their world anew. This one is no different. It is a portal, a gateway between one world and the next. We can choose to walk through it, dragging our caucuses of our prejudice and hatred, our avarice, our data banks and dead ideas, our dead rivers and smoky skies along behind us. Or we can walk through lightly with little baggage, ready to imagine another world and freely to fight for it. She is saying that we are being offered a doorway to metanoia. Protests are necessary. How can the marginalized scream loud enough to make those who won't even let themselves hear start to listen and respond? Unfortunately, it is outrageous behavior that makes news, but fighting evil with evil just increases evil. We see the evil of looters opportunistically taking advantage of needed protests. We see the evil of some politicians opportunistically ignoring the common good to reinforce our patrimonial racism and to direct resources away from our greatest needs. Roy goes on to say, if this really were a war, then who would be better prepared than the United States? If it were not masks and gloves that its frontline soldiers needed, but guns, smart bombs, bunker busters, submarines, fighter jets, and nuclear bombs, would there be a shortage? Where do we find hope? How do we see ourselves as members of God's creation? I love this quote from Job, but ask the beasts and they will teach you, the birds of the air and they will tell you, or the plants of the earth, And they will teach you and the fish of the sea will declare to you who among all these does not know that the hand of the Lord has made everything in his hand is the life of every living thing and the breath of all mankind what is our sphere of anxiety that goes way beyond what we can do or control God teaches Job to recognize human limitations Then the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind. Who is this that obscures my works with ignorant speech? Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Tell me if you have understanding. What is the sphere of influence where we can bring change and renew creation, however small our steps may seem? How do we exercise our Christian responsibility to vote and work for the common good? Even Lady Gaga is preaching metanoia. She said, it's time for a change. I urge people to speak gently to one another, speak with passion, inspiration, and impress the importance of this issue until the systems that keep us sick die instead of those same systems killing the people we love. Here is a possible new creation, a metanoia. Instead of saying, it's horrible that an innocent black man was killed, but destroying property has to stop, try it the other way around. It's horrible that property is being destroyed, but killing innocent black men has to stop. Let us continue to listen to Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the face of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. And God saw that it was good. It was good. It was very good. But creation still groans, hungry for love. And Jesus still needs to be among us pleading, metanoia.
6: Spirit, we, your people, come before you today with hearts trembling and overflowing with emotion. Our brothers and our sisters are dying. Gaia, Mother Earth herself, rises up with a virus that has demanded respect. In our cities, violence, brother against brother, white against black, and power against the powerless burns with screams that say, no more. Our leaders agitate rather than listen. Our young ones, our hope for the future, see no way through the darkness before them. Holy One, we pray this day that your spirit settle deep within us. We pray that your presence be our guide as we travel through this time of tumult and conflict. We pray the very spirit of the Christ abide in us that we may all know to the depths of our beings the peace that surpasses understanding. Wrap your beloved world in love. Bring justice like we've never experienced it before. A justice that the Christ himself died to bring. Make your presence known to us through this love and this justice that we may be so transformed as to speak the words of oneness that Jesus himself spoke,
0: saying, Our God, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive of quarantine fatigue, we might think about how life seemed fine before and now is amiss. But was it truly fine? We are being offered a doorway to metanoia, to change, learn, and mature, and to let systems and beliefs die that have kept us sick. And may the grace of God who created you in love The peace of Christ who teaches it is possible to be love and the power of the spirit who calls you ever forward into new experiences of love be and abide with you this day, this week, and evermore. Amen.